If you've been listening to this or watching this for any period of time, you might have noticed that I was doing these every single day. Um, it didn't really happen on purpose like this, but there was a Saturday where I forgot to do one of these episodes and it just kind of been so busy with the new project that I've kind of been talking about that uh, haven't been doing any of these for the past few days. So my plan going forward, because a lot is kind of taking over this, uh, my schedule is to release one of these every Tuesday and every Friday. So that's the game plan going forward. Um, today, what I want to talk about is that the best kind of business to build is a predictably profitable business. And so this is especially true if you own an e-commerce business because you've got some big advantages, uh, but it really applies to any business today that has any sort of online element whatsoever. Now, you can do the same thing doing sort of offline related sales stuff with sales teams and lead follow-up, but that's not really my expertise. What I want to talk about now are the main things you need to do to turn an online business into one that's much more predictable because there's really kind of two ways to make an online business more predictable. Specifically, let's talk about e-commerce. One is you get people on subscription, which is awesome because you know in our e-commerce business, we do anywhere between I think 40 to 60 grand a day in subscription sales. And those pretty much all for whatever reason rebuild by like 7 a.m. So I can wake up, log in and see those sales happening, which is a great position to be in. But Maybe not every business, because ours is a consumable product, maybe not every business lends itself to having that level of subscription. Uh, I think all businesses can have some subscription, but maybe it'll only be like 20% of your sales or something. Uh, for us, it's a bigger part because it's a consumable product. So then the other thing you can have to have a more predictable business is the right kind of sales system set up. So that's the big thing that I want to talk about today because that applies to everyone, including ourselves. We don't want to rely because not everyone wants to sign up for subscription. Me personally, I don't sign up for subscriptions for pretty much anything if I can avoid it. I have literally one supplement I take that's on subscription and that's about it. Um, in general, just because we're moving around and stuff, I like to stay flexible. So the other option you have is to build your sales systems online 100% automated so you get them sales coming in without you having to do anything. So if you can't automatically charge people's credit card, like with subscription, next best option, build the systems we're going to talk about. So number one is to start building your list. People have been talking about this in online marketing ever since I started doing it back in 2010-ish, um, building a list. It's still incredibly important. We just started working with some clients. We actually <laughs> decided to shut down this program because we're so busy with other things. But they own e-commerce businesses. They were all doing a million plus a year and we wanted to help them grow further before we decided we didn't want to do this. But one of the first things I was making sure we were putting in place on every single one of their businesses was an email capture system for people that are non-customers. So people just visiting the website. Because you can try to retarget those people through Facebook ads, but then you're paying for every single click because uh, a lot of people are not ready to buy immediately. So step number one is to start building some sort of list because a lot of these systems we're going to talk about require you to have people's information. So you need to capture that information at first. Easiest way to do it in an e-commerce business is to start with like a 15% off coupon. Like, hey, we'll give you 15% off immediately. Uh, just give us your email address. Very natural for people. In e-commerce, it's not like asking for that much because people are used to signing up for discounts. So start there from day one. I mean, I talk with some people that have e-commerce businesses, for example, that have been selling primarily on Amazon. They may do like, there's one of these clients doing over $2 million a year. They had zero people on an email list. So when they wanted to start producing sales, on Shopify, they were literally starting from nothing. Not a good position you wanna be in. So if you're not doing it already, 
start building the email list, and then start putting in the next step, which is some sort of email autoresponder flow. And so the easiest way to look like that in, uh, for that to look like in e-commerce is deliver the 15% off coupon they asked for, and then have a couple follow-up emails. I like to deliver the coupon immediately, and then the next day, literally 24 hours later, send another email automatically inside of your email system that just says, hey, you know, reminding you about the coupon, here's our great products. And then send one more, this is kind of a very basic setup, the next day, so two days after they signed up, that just says, hey, this is the last time I'm gonna remind you about this coupon. That's literally it. If you're doing that, you're doing more than 90% of e-commerce businesses, which is insane. Uh, this is very basic stuff, but that's where I would start. Email platform that we typically use for e-commerce is Klaviyo, just because it ties in the best with Shopify. So I would start there. Next level of building an automatic sales machine is SMS. So inside of Klaviyo, it also has SMS messages. So what I recommend is if you take a step back, when you capture people's lead information, there's a type of form inside of Klaviyo that step number one is you get their email. And then in that same form, the step number two says, hey, to activate your coupon, uh, opt in for text messages as well. So they opt in for text messages. Now you have two ways to contact them because even if they unsubscribe from your emails or don't get them because it goes to spam or they get 42,000 other emails, then you also can text them. And then you build those into that same flow. And so what I would recommend is day zero, I call it, as soon as they opt in, give them their 15% off uh, coupon, also deliver it through SMS, skip the second day, because you don't necessarily want to text people every day, but then on that third day, um, after they've opted in, same day you send that final email, also send them another text. Just quick reminder, hey, here's your coupon, here's our store link. That's very basic. So now every time somebody visits your website, you're capturing more of those people's information and you're building this automatic sales machine. This means every time you do what's called a broadcast email in the future, meaning an email that you're just kind of sending one off about a holiday or something, you're now reaching more people. Every time you want to launch a product, you're reaching more people. So this is a very basic way to start building your automatic sales machine. Next step is using postcards. So when you sell, especially on Shopify, using postcards is a great idea because it's just another way to follow up with people. Because nowadays, people unsubscribe from emails, they get tired of receiving texts, um, you know, doing things like social media. On any platform, you're gonna reach a tiny fraction of the people that follow or like you on those platforms. So I prefer to have as many ways as possible to follow up with people. And one of those ways is postcards. With Shopify, there's a tool called Postpilot. Um, uh, the guy spoke at our event and stuff, but I kind of know him. Uh, but they built a tool that is basically like an autoresponder tool using postcards, specifically for Shopify. So you can literally send out autoresponder messages through physical mail through postcards that you can set up uh, through Postpilot so that say like 30 days later after somebody buys from your store, you can send them a postcard that says, hey, come back and buy from us. Here's a 20% off coupon. Fantastic. Put that in place also. And then the next step related to the postcards is we talked about capturing people's lead information and then following up with those leads. These are basically people that haven't bought from you yet. You also want to do the same thing for people that have bought from you. So very simple sequence here is when somebody buys from you, really any platform, but if we're talking about Shopify, that's an easy option, then I would send them a few emails as soon as they buy, makes them feel good, lets them know how good the product is, lets them know what's happening next. Um, they'll get the shipping notifications and stuff either way, so that'll be good. But then as soon as you're ready that you think that they've received the product, they've had enough time to check it out, 
start selling them other things. Start selling them your complimentary products, telling them to rebuy the original product. And then so I would typically start having those go out about 30 days after purchase. They've had enough time to get the product, use it, and that sort of thing. And then you can just build this thing as you go. A good practice is to, when you send a broadcast email that does well, uh, include that in your autoresponder email. So it's kind of like you're sending broadcast emails, you're adding it to your autoresponder, sending broadcast, adding it to your autoresponder. This is how you can literally build an autoresponder sequence that goes out a year. And so that anytime anybody ever buys from you, you'll have the experience, which is a good experience, that you'll just start getting sales that you don't really know how they're happening, even if you're not running any ads. It's because these emails are just naturally hitting people. These SMS messages, postcards, are just getting these people on a daily basis as they sort of reach those milestones. So if you don't have this in place now, you 100% need to put it in place. Last kind of tip that I wanna end with on building this sort of sales machine is there's something in email marketing that's like a little bit intense how it's worded, but some people will call it like buy or die. And what they mean is that you basically just start emailing people and keep emailing people until they either buy something or they die, meaning unsubscribe, or just stop opening your emails. Um, I prefer like pay or go away, a little basically saying the same exact thing. Um, but the idea is that there's no point in somebody being on your email list, especially in e-commerce, uh, if they're not buying anything. Now, if you're selling some product that's like super expensive, say $5,000 plus, then maybe it'll take you know a month, two months, six months to nurture that lead until they finally make a buying decision. So your process is maybe slightly different there. But for most of us in e-commerce, selling products, say, between $10 and $100, that doesn't really take a long time, especially if you have a guarantee for people to make a decision. So the only reason they're probably not buying is either they're never going to buy or you're not following up enough. And so I would not be afraid, and most people's fear in email marketing is emailing too much. I think the usual um, problem people have is not emailing enough because there's literally they're just costing you money on the email list if they're not buying anything. There's not like a... You're not just collecting emails for, you know, sort of your ego over here. Uh, the people that I know that have built literally multiple hundred million dollar businesses and did it a lot through email, were emailing more than you could possibly imagine. I mean, minimum every day, sometimes multiple times a day to the same people. Because in what they would do is they would just email massive amounts and tell these people buy something, then really keep emailing them. Um, but then what they would do is they were very religious about not emailing people that were like inactive. So they would send people a million emails, but if somebody hadn't opened an email in the most strict case, like 30 days, but 90 days kind of uh, maximum, then they would stop emailing them. They'd basically suppress them themselves because it messes up the email deliverability. So I would take that idea with you um, when you apply these systems. Don't be afraid to email people more. Now you wanna give people if they've just bought from you, obviously you don't wanna like annoy the crap out of them when they haven't even used your product yet, those people protect for maybe 15 to 30 days, but otherwise new leads, people that haven't bought from you in a while, don't be afraid to follow up extremely aggressively. I mean, think about like any company that does a lot of like phone sales and that sort of thing. It may be annoying, but their follow-up processes are usually pretty intense because over hundreds of years of people doing that kind of sales, that's usually what's proven to be more effective. You got to follow up with people until they either tell you an absolute no or they buy something. Either way is totally fine. And so this is the kind of sales engine that you want to start building for your e-commerce business or really any business. So hopefully you found this useful. Um, if you want all of these episodes for free, please subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform or to my YouTube channel, and I'll see you next time.